So a lot of times when I record stuff on a Friday, it's because it has come up over and over again in the office. And this is no exception. This idea of reactive foods and the tie to like chronic inflammation or just how it works with your body. I must have gone over this 10 or 15 times in the office this week. And for the most part, people were amazed. They just acted like they had never heard of it. And that surprised me because this thing's been around for a while. So today I did a quick little seven minute video about how you can test for reactive foods at home using your scale. And then I'm like, well, hold on. I don't even have the reactive foods on here. So I think what happened is originally I was doing that Be Awesome 365 website, which by the way is back alive and in it. And then this one, this this idea of reactive food should actually go on this channel. This should be more for the Dr. Chad Peters one. So get onto it. We're going to talk about reactive foods and we're going to go through why you need to understand these. This isn't something that's just kind of on the fringes anymore. It's definitely a new one. So it's going to be a re-edit from what I've done before. Some of you guys have been with me for quite a while where you've, you've got it. You've got the reactive foods. You've listened to it once before. You know what it's like on the Be Awesome side. If you guys haven't heard from this one or you're new to the Dr. Chad Peters site, well, welcome. Thanks for joining. And let's learn something. Let's get something about your health today. So the hot new buzzword for health and longevity, especially when it comes to nutrition, is elimination diets. You guys have heard of this. They're sometimes referred to as reactive foods and more properly done that. The above was my headline. That was a lecture I presented back in 2014. So six years later, this still seems kind of like a new thing. But the idea is no longer revolutionary. It's no longer cutting edge and it's no longer controversial. Hopefully you've heard of it and you've either tried to play with it or you wanting to learn more. If not, well, that's exactly why I write this stuff. Okay, so what are these? What does it mean? And how does this affect you? Do you need it? The short answer is yes. It is something you should definitely be familiar with. There will be success in eliminating bad stuff out of your diet and out of your body immediately in all aspects of your life. You're going to lose weight. You're going to feel better. You're going to lift more. You're going to run faster. You're going to have better sex. You're going to think more clearly. Life as you know it is going to be better. But the people who really need this, like desperately have to figure this stuff out, those are the people with the real deal medical conditions. Fatigue rashes, psoriasis, joint pain, fibromyalgia, sleep pattern issues, and seriously, almost everything you can think of. If you have anything weird or chronic, chances are the diet is a huge part of this issue, whether your doctor tells you this or not. Now, I've said it before, I think by the year 2030, this is going to be so common that we're going to look back at this era from like 1990 to 2020 and think like, what in the world were we thinking? Like we're eating chemicals and we're wondering why people keep getting more sick. We have more access to gyms. We all know how to get in shape. We all know how to eat, right? We're doing more and more of this, but yet we're still getting sicker and fatter. So let's get this. This idea has and will continue to change the medical treatment for people with long-term inflammatory issues way bigger than what you think it is going to. For example, my own brother had a lot of success treating his rheumatoid arthritis issues. It took him from the peak of his life as a high school wrestling coach to some days needing a cane just to get around. So what are we talking about here? Many of these plans, and there are thousands of them right now, focus on the new way of looking at your health by eliminating foods that your body treats basically like an allergen. Now look, allergy and reactive foods are not the exact same thing. However, the line that the common media and subsequently a lot of doctors use to differentiate these two is very blurred. The terms are thrown around sort of interchangeably and really the treatment, which is simply the elimination of these from your system, it's the same. So get the gist of this. You eat X and your body reacts poorly. 
I mean, it sounds like an allergen, but it's not exactly. An EpiPen won't be needed, nor will it even help. The proper term is reactive food, and it is a bit different than a common allergic reaction such as a bee sting or cedar oils. But it is a really easy concept if you think of it similarly. Typical food reactions will show an increased water retention, so a short-term weight gain. The extra water is part of the response to try and process the food through your guts. You're also going to notice if you're paying attention, you get an instant or near instant histamine reaction, like a stuffy nose and light congestion. Think of like when you eat hot salsa at a Mexican restaurant. Now, sometimes it's in the amount and the frequency of the foods. For instance, steak might be fine for a person, but if you have it two days in a row, you get the reaction. Does it sound crazy? Because it's actually fairly common. Your body just doesn't like a certain product at a certain level and it bugs out. Probably at some level, you've already been flirting with some version of reactive foods already. It's not obscure anymore, and the entire gluten-free thing that has got huge, like my entire supermarket has a road dedicated to it, that's this idea. Now, I have shared ideas on the lectins, on keto, on intermittent fasting, on this site and in this podcast, and the article reads about the same. Dr. Gundry and his lectins diet and book takes the whole thing deeper from reactive foods to the actual cause, lectins. So if you want more information, please go click on one of those other ones. Look at my stuff. I'll get a great synopsis of it. And if you really want to dive into it, go check out Dr. Gundry's stuff. This guy is huge right now. I wrote this article, though, to basically water it down a little bit to make the pieces easier to digest and understand. So small proteins traveling through your gut wall due to cell wall barriers working incorrectly being hijacked is tough. That's tough to figure out. That's like third-year med school. Reactive foods, that's easy. Grog eat X. Grog feel bad. Grog no eat X anymore. I'm sure you or a friend has heard of grains, especially gluten-causing problems. Or how about lactose intolerance? Dairies, sugars, paleo, raw, vegan, all of these, minus a few basic ethical food choices, are types of elimination plans. These plans aren't new. They've been around since food. They're just newly packaged and marketed. And lately, they're being researched and advances a lot more. Now, I'm going to tell you, they aren't bunk. This idea of reactive foods is quite real, and it's backed by real science. I have tried a 20- to 30-day trial myself on, a, on kind of a reactive food diet, and I learned a ton about my body. I've taken a new style reactive Ted's uh, test, blood test, which is from a company called Everlywell. You just prick your finger, you stick it on the, the six different blots, you send it back in, and you test it out. So I feel like we're pretty good with this stuff, and I've done it. But what if I don't want to try that stuff? Well, that's, that's how you can use your scale. And on my, my podcast number 29, I talk about how you could try this at home as a kind of an experiment before you decide, am I willing to commit 30 days to a diet? Am I willing to shell out 200 bucks for a lab test? So let's tech, test and talk about me and you. How do, how do I know when I'm reactive? Well, I look for clues. The clues are pretty much a three to four pound weight gain the next day a feeling of bloatiness, kind of having softer abs. I mean, I'm not a six-pack guy anyway, but you can definitely tell when you're reactive because you got like this extra little bloat. And then usually within 15 minutes of eating something I'm reactive to, I'm just a little more snappy and jumpy than normal. Stuff that my kids do that usually makes me chuckle and laugh and say, ah, the kids, it makes me agitated, right? Like, so give me seven Pringles and have my kids get all the pets out and play. It'll drive me nuts, And this is after just a small amount. So you can imagine if three to four potato chips causing a three to four pound weight gain, I didn't imagine it could do that, but it does. That's what it is. Or with me, especially like granola and any oats. So a single granola bar 
or even like two scoops of my kids' oatmeal, I reactive. Potatoes were my first reactive foods I found. And the removal of these from my diet basically jump-started my entire relook into what I was taught in school and what most of us in the health field regurgitate about nutrition. But it's basically, you know, the nutrition stuff we're teaching a lot of times is basically 20 to 50-year-old science, and it's just wrong. So I sat and ate lunch with my fifth grader today, and it was very eye-opening to see what these kids think about nutrition. Much of it's terrible advice, and it's poor science. It's, it's more old wives' tales and solid nutritional foundations at this point. It's turned into bad versus good. Well, that's a good food or a bad food. It's only either an or. Food isn't a pass-fail test, y'all. It's a relationship, and it has a lot of moving parts. So back to, like, potatoes and oats for me. Whoa, Chad, does this mean oats and potatoes are bad? Well, no, not really. Potatoes and oats aren't bad foods. Heck, sweet potatoes and oatmeal are supposed to be super foods, right? But they are not for me. For you? Well, who knows? You have to test with this to find out. As I've stated, reactive foods are not allergies. Many times, reactive foods are reversible. Not a true allergy to something that's not wanted in your system at the time. It's weird, yes, but I make better choices for me because I know this information. The problem with the way the foods react is inflammation. Yes, the biggest headline word for health in the last two years and sure to be the main issue treated worldwide over the next two decades. Everything from heart attacks to every disease you've heard of is now thought of as an inflammatory control. It's not that a little inflammation will kill you, but chronic inflammation is the second most big buzzword in, in medicine and nutrition, and it will. Your body, in basic terms, just doesn't function while it's fighting inflammation. Nothing works like it should. Not energy creation, not fat removal, cancer-fighting cells, muscle growth, healing capabilities, your hormones, sleep patterns, pain regulation. Nothing works. You have to get rid of inflammation to let your body heal correctly. That's why real diseases like rheumatoid and psoriasis and cholesterol problems, diabetes and cancer, why they are all jumping on the inflammation bandwagon for treatment options. And this is why there are millions of new drugs and ads and diets and trainers focusing on it because it's worth millions. Like I stated earlier, I like the idea. I like the plans. But ladies and gentlemen, if I come off preachy sometime, I'm sorry. Use your heads. Do you have to get up? Do you have to give up all wheats, all potatoes, all oatmeal? No. Wait, Dr. Peters, did you just say dairy's bad? No, no, just wait a second. Don't throw a hand grenade at a problem that needs a hammer and a nail. Again, as I've said over and over again in the health field, it's not the idea that's wrong. It's a practical application. For example, remo removing all grains from your diet when you have a gluten or rice idea, or all dairy and all meat when it may just be one form, or maybe even too much at once. You need to take the time and figure out what works for you and what works for only you. Quit jumping on the fads and use the information to make a better decision. If a gluten-free paleo diet that a caveman would be proud of works for you, fine. But come on, BJ's pizza tastes really good sometimes. And sometimes I can handle a pizza and a beer because I'm not fighting a disease state. But if you are in fact treating cancer or diabetes or colitis or anything like this, then dude, pizza isn't worth it right now. Fix your body and help your body fix itself. This chronic inflammation and elimination diets deal is going to just get bigger and bigger. It has already. It's already better than when I wrote the article the first time four years ago. Look at my site. We've evolved. Play with what works for you, and believe me, you can. 
I started this morning differently than I do nearly every other morning, and I felt like crap all day long. It's real. And by paying attention to just how junky you feel after eating junk you're on, you're already starting the first part of the journey. We're all built differently, so what works for you won't work for me. You can make your body healthier, feel better, and find those hidden abs with the right approach and decision-making while still enjoying most of the great foods and drinks that work with your system. The article is pretty much over, but I have a couple tools I'd like to help with this idea. The book called The Plan was a revolution, and it's the one that started me on this journey of reactive foods, but it's tough. It, took, it takes 30 days plus, and it has a lot of prep, but this is the future. And now the company called Everly Well has an incredible blood test. It's about 200 bucks. You can do it at your home. I sell these in my clinic and you can get them on Amazon. It changed my world. This is a lot easier, in my opinion, than a 30-day test. There's a company called One Step where you fill out a food journal and the company has a dude that looks over all your stuff and systematically removes just one food at a time that is a likely candidate of the crap you're eating. It's a genius. For those a little, a little less motivated and stubborn, but even without the website, the idea itself is powerful. Remove just one thing at a time that's crushing your day. Do it for a month and then go find another. Now, if you guys want to test this stuff at your house without getting into all of it, I would suggest you look at episode 29 of my podcast and look at how you can just use your home scale to start to get ideas on if foods are reactive or not. Know this reactive food stuff, guys. Live it. Make it real. It will change your life and make you feel a lot better. And that's what I want.